I will sing of the mercies of Yah forever. With my mouth will I make known thy faithfulness to all generations. For I have said, mercy shall be built up forever. Thy faithfulness you establish in the very heavens. I have made a covenant with my chosen. I have sworn unto Sir David my servant. Your seed will I establish forever and build up thy throne to all generations. Selah. Shabbat shalom. Shabbat shalom, Israel, family of Yah. Hallelujah. Israel said hallelujah. hallelujah praise Yah praise Yah let us greet one another in the beauty of holiness hallelujah
Haleluya. Aleluya. Aleluya. Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah.
And Elohim spoke all these words, saying, I am Yahweh, your Elohim, who brought you out of the land of Mizraim and out of the house of slavery. You have no other mighty ones against my face. You have no other, you do not make for yourself a carved image or any likeness of that which is in the heavens above or which is in the earth beneath or which is in the waters under the earth. You do not bow down to them nor serve them. For I, Yahweh, am a jealous El, visiting the crookedness of the fathers on the children to the third and fourth generations of those who hate me, but showing loving commitment to thousands of those who love me and guard my commands. You do not bring the name of Yahweh your Elohim to naught, for Yahweh does not leave the one unpunished who brings his name to naught. Remember the Sabbath day to set it apart. For six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is the Sabbath of Yahweh your Elohim. In it you do not do any work. You, nor your son, nor your daughter, nor your male servant, nor your female servant, nor your cattle, nor stranger within your gates. Six days Yahweh made the heaven and the earth, the sea, and all that is in them. So yes, Yahweh bless the Sabbath day and set it apart. Honor your father and your mother, so that your days are prolonged upon the soil which Yahweh Elohim has given you. You do not murder, you do not commit adultery, you do not steal, you do not bear false witness against your neighbor, you do not cover your neighbor's house, nor his wife, wife, nor his male servant, nor his female servant, nor his ox, nor his donkey, nor whatsoever belongs to your neighbor. Hallelujah. Glory to the King. Glory to the King. Hallelujah. Give y'all a hand clap. Hallelujah. 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 Glory. Glory. All right. Heavenly Father, y'all, we come before you this day. Thank you, Father, y'all, for the Sabbath, Father, y'all, which you've given to us to be for our generations. Father Yahweh, we acknowledge you as our king, as our creator, Father Yahweh, as our Elohim, Father, as our mighty one. Father Yahweh, we ask you to be in this building today, Father Yahweh. Let your word, Father Yahweh, go forth into the people. 
Father Yahweh, that they may be edified and strengthened this day. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah. Glory. Y'all be seated. Glory to the King. All right. Well, sure it's good to be back. Good to see y'all on this Sabbath day, Yah's day. Hallelujah. Glory to the King. Glory to the King. Uh, it's always nice to come here, see family. I always tell the saints in Kentucky, when I come, it's more of a family visit. You know, they, they can't travel with me. You know, I'm coming to see grandma, I'm coming to see grandpa, and we're going to stay a few days. So they got to drive separate. And it's so funny watching Hezekiah, he's growing up now, and how old is he now? He's about a year. He should be here, right? He over a year. Yeah, this boy, he big. And you should have saw him run from Salome yesterday. Yeah, she's relentless. She just want, 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 want. Crawling. She can't walk yet, but she getting there. But it's funny, man. It's funny to see the children grow up together and, and uh, develop these relationships over time. Hallelujah. And because of that reason, I'm looking at these children, and I look at the children sitting here before us today, and I think about their future. I think about, you know, what is it going to be like for them going forward? I think about all the couples, the unions coming together. I think about the future children. I think about Solomon, these little ones. I'm looking at the, the atmosphere of today is what I'm looking at. And Pastor's been, I mean, through these messages that he's been putting out, I mean, he's been saying a lot of the same stuff. I mean, just over and over, just pounding it into us. All right? And, you know, today, Matthew 24, 12, because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. Hallelujah. And we see that happening everywhere. I mean, especially in today's society and what we see in the news. What I do is I keep up with uh, current affairs back where I'm from. I'm from Houston, Texas, east of that. Yeah, you out there too. That's where you're from, Rhode Island. And I'm so happy that the Father brought us out. All right? I'm so happy he brought us out. Because I look at the children, and I see if they can go outside, they ain't got to worry about nothing. They can play. They got all this grass. They got all this land. They can go play with the cows. They can play with the goats. They can go pet them. You know, the children can go get eggs. You know, they can have a simple living. Develop good morals and characters about themselves. All right? So two of the stories that I heard out there from back where I'm from is we had a young man high school, and he was an athlete, linebacker, had people looking at him, you know, signing these D1, D2 scholarships, whatever the case may be, and he was lured into a house party. You see what I'm saying? House party. And when he went to his house party, uh, they said, hey, somebody's outside messing with your truck. And so he go outside, go see what's wrong with his truck. Come to find out, they just jumped him. Beat him within an inch of his life. You know why? Because of his relationship with a girl. Three of them. Three of them. Jealousy. Waxing cold. Jealousy. Then we got another case. Me and Greg knew this guy personally. Well, at least we went to school with him. He went by little daddy. You know, everybody want to be a rapper. You know, every, you know these what the world can offer. Everybody want a rap name. Everybody wants something. And, it, it, and it's sad because the dude done lost his life. 
Why? We don't know. Don't have all the details. All knows he lost his life. But here's the kicker. And I was just telling the saints this. And who lives here? I'll use Brother Scott. Brother Scott, he go out in town. Brother Victor, Brother Brett, all these brothers live here. You go out in town, but you're representation of the saints here. If no one else has ever met you before or, or met anyone from here, but they meet you and they know you live here, they think everybody's just like you. They think everybody's just like you. All right? So whatever this brother was mixed up in, he's about to be buried. They have a candlelight vigil for him. And lo and behold, drive-by. Women, children, brothers, cousins, aunts, uncles, daddies, mamas. Young mother lost her life. And this is why I say, love waxing cold, and I'm glad the Father brought us out. See, we ain't got to do none of that. Ain't y'all happy for that? Y'all ain't got to worry about that stuff. All right? You don't. You ain't got to worry about it. You're, a place, you're in a place of safety. You're in a place of security. But that don't mean that we're not in troublous times. Like it speaks about in the book of Daniel. That don't mean we ain't in troublous times. Y'all hear the pastor talking. Hey, y'all better get tanks. Hey, y'all better, better go hunting. Hey, y'all better develop these skills. Hey, y'all need to do this training. Right? Y'all hear him talking like that? He's speaking this way. He ain't just speaking this way just for the hell of it. You know, troublous times in the Hebrew, all right? A strait, a distress, anguish. Now, we got the whole COVID-19 going on, right? And we got all these things in place that's making it more and more increasingly harder for you to have a living. More and more, unless you acquiesce, unless you compromise. My personal opinion, I believe that this is all uh, an agenda. I think it's planned. I think they're doing it on purpose. Plain and simple. I shared something on Facebook. It showed a line of people before they get on the airplane, all about six, ten feet apart. Then you get on. It says thirty minutes later, you sitting side by side to them. It don't make no sense. Yeah, foolishness, protocols, but cause. And Pastor always says this is just a prelude, right? This is just a test. All these things are just test for you, right? But in places like Australia, there ain't no prelude. <laughs> it's there. These people getting locked up in camps. They're being put away two weeks, being taken out of their homes, put in camps. These folks can't shop, show a vaccine passport. You see, all these things is happening and going on. All this stuff is, is, I believe this is the prelude to what's coming here. Pastor says many, many times and over and over again throughout the years that this is the best captivity we've ever been in. We're able to own firearms. We're able to go out and start businesses. And I tell you what, starting businesses is increasingly more difficult. It's, it's way hard. But I believe Israel should have businesses. That's what I believe. We should work for ourselves. And whether it's me, whether it's down there in Georgia, whether it's all these different people. They, we all have businesses. And we're trying to separate ourselves from being in their system to being caught up in their nonsense. Hallelujah. All right, well, all right, pastors told us to watch three movies. All right, y'all remember that? Okay. But once again, the, key, the question is, what do you take away from watching them? And I first came around, pastor ain't lying. He, I, I first, it was like 2012. I remember coming over. I'm here for a whole month. I'm sitting down in the house. 
we put something on, we watching something, and playing, we, that thing turned, it was a one and a half hour move, that thing turned three hours. Pastor would be stopping. Let's go back here that again. I'm like, man, he be preaching while he watching. Straight up. He do, he do. And I was like, man, this is a new experience. <laughs> you know, for me. You know, but he was, he's always looking for an opportunity to show and tell. He's always looking for an opportunity to preach and teach even to his home and even to his family and even to us. Hallelujah. So, the last samurai, last night, and Braveheart. And there's a lot of takeaways that we could take away from these things and the reason why he wanted us to watch these things. All right? And many of us may have different things that we can point to and look at. All right? And we're going to talk about a few things. They all had an experience that caused the change. Would you agree? They all had a change. Just like us, we're supposed to have change, right? You all had an experience, whether it was here, whether it was far off. I can remember Brother Scott's. I was in California. I'm sitting here watching this video. And all of a sudden, I began speaking in tongues. He went and grabbed his wife, and he sat her down and said, watch this. Thinking the same thing was going to happen. Right? You remember that? I thought that was funny. But an experience. And all of us had an experience. And these experiences throughout this life, uh, when Yah has reached out to us, and we're convicted. All right, this should bring forth a change. It should bring forth proactivity. And Pastor just got done talking about what? Passivity. Hallelujah. All right, so highlights. This is something that I noticed. Unwavering conviction until death. Unwavering, immovable, right? What did Pastor preach on a few months ago? Perspective, conviction, right? You see what I'm saying? All of these stuff is for a reason. I'll be, be watching this and I'll be listening, paying real close attention to his words. But unwavering conviction, even until death. All right, and we're going to be in Apocrypha today. We're going to be in Jasher today. We're going to be in the, the, the Bible today. So we're going to look at some of the examples of all these highlights that we're talking about today. All right, we got betrayal, like Judas. Right, you saw that. All right, or well, I'm trusting that you're going to have my back and then you don't. Right? All right, then we got wicked counsel. Like Ahithophel, right? Whenever he was counseling uh, against David, right, with Absalom. And then he had to send Hushai to overthrow the council, hoping that, okay, and, and somehow, some way, that you overthrow his council. And then when it happened, they overthrew his council, and Ahithophel killed himself. No, he didn't listen to me. He didn't hear me. Chalk that up almost like jealousy. All right? Honor. And we had lack of honor. Did we not? Some of us got honor. Some of us have lack of honor. Do we not? Okay. Then we got compromise. And then as I'm watching this stuff, and as I'm going through these movies here with the family, and I'm, I'm going with the saints there in Kentucky, I'm looking, I'm thinking, and you need to know those who labor among you. Me and my brother, we, we talked, I don't know, maybe it was about a year or two ago. And we got this natural family members. And I said, you know what? We're going to have to cut this one off. And he said, I agree. I said, see, this one right here, this is one that would turn us over. This is one right here that would turn us over. Even within the camp. Bro, I, got, I had a brother. And I told him, I said, uh, bro, I, ain't, I don't ever want another one like you on this land. Never. It just won't happen. Remember how pastor was talking about your gift make room for you? And you got those gifts didn't make room for, whatever case may be, you just there. So now I got more wisdom to see 
Okay, nope, I ain't going to have that again. I said, brother, if he look like you, he can't come. I said, if he act like you, he can't come. If he talk like you, he can't come. I just ain't having it. I'm not having any resemblance of that. All right? Uh oh, wait, hang on one second. Hang on one second. You know what that is? Salt. Somebody came to me, I don't know. Oh, it was the second to the last time I preached, but I said, me personal. I said, what do you want me to say? What do you want me to do? Because sometimes you just need a little salt. One time I asked the saints, I said, uh, am I just doom and gloom? One person said, yeah, you are. And I was like, dang, it's like that. They don't never get encouraged word out of me, man. All you're going to just get is that hammer. And I said, I try not to be, but, you know, it is what it is. So anyway, these are the highlights that we've seen through what we all should have watched, hallelujah, that we were told to watch. You were, you were told to. Did you obey? Okay. Now, some people probably, you know, they ain't obey. They don't, they don't apply. All right. So anyway, these men clung to something. All right, they clung to whether it be some sort of belief, faith, integrity, moral compass, such like things. They had something that they clung to. Like we, like us, right? We're supposed to be having something that we cling to. Ain't that right? All right, hallelujah. So, like I said earlier, preference conviction. Shepherd preached on, talked about this here. He talked about character development, right? Did he not? He talked about these things. We talked about uh, uh, traits of the saints to inherit the kingdom. These, all these things right here, the shepherd has brought forth for us to hear and do as examples, right? Teach, man, get Titus chapter 2. We're going to start at 7. Hallelujah. Now get, grab that real quick. So, because it just stuck out to me, character development. All right? And you, you know them by your fruit. You know what you do and what you don't do, right? You know them by that. You know, I've said many, many times before, uh, you have a... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Yeah, you got a reputation. And no one controls a reputation but you. Period, point blank. You can't blame the shepherd. You can't blame the elders. You can't blame the leaders. No, you. You created that. You created it. All right? All right, teach, teach go ahead. Seven and eight. In all things, showing yourself a pattern of good works. Mm. In doctrine, showing uncorruptness. Gravity, Hallelujah. sincerity, mm -hmm. sound speech mm -hmm. that cannot be condemned. Hallelujah. And in all things, as we said, right? In all, 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 all. Continue, teach. That he that is of the contrary part. Contrary part. Someone who don't think like you. Someone who don't act like you. Someone who don't function like you. Now, mind you, he was talking to somebody that was set up as a leader, right? So how do you think we got to think? We can't, we got to, we got to function this way because it's those of you that just, y'all looking for something. Just, you looking for something. You looking for a blemish. You, you, you looking for it. Hallelujah. Finish that teaching. That he that is of the contrary part mm -hmm. may be ashamed. Mm. Be ashamed. Now, we was up in Goshen. I was telling some brothers when I got back to Kentucky, I said, you know, Deacon, Deacon uh, old Deacon, when he came up, man, Bell, he, he didn't say a whole lot, but what he said it was probably the most impactful thing that night, in my opinion, to me. He said, I will follow him. I will follow. 
to the grave. Right? I'm just going to be there. I'm just going to function. I'm going to focus. I'm just going to follow. I'm going to march. I'm going to walk. Hallelujah. And one thing I like about what he said was he saw the highs. He saw the lows. But it didn't waver his commitment. It didn't waver. It didn't waver. Hallelujah. So, do you acknowledge Yah each morning in prayer? You know what I mean? Because there's a certain spirit that we have to attain to with the, with the ways of this world and the way that it's going and what's coming down the pipe. That certain spirit, we, we're going to have to have it. We're going to have to put on to be able to stand, right? Do you cry out to him? Ask yourself, how does Yah view you? How does he see you? I think in Proverbs, it says, a man is wise to hide the foolishness, whatever the case may be. People are very wise and cunning to hide their foolishness. And that's why community is so nice. Because it is, boy, it's hard. Boy, ooh, especially the way me and Elder Roof have been living for a while. You know, when y'all live in like one home like that, boy, you got very little room to, to do dirt. Because I see you. Open up my door. I see four rooms back there. They open it, they come out. I see them, they see me. My fallen countenance. They see my. They feel my spirit. I feel their spirit. I see when they jacked up. I see when they going through a rough patch. I see it all. And they see me. And you walk more circumspect when actually when you're around each other too. The iron sharpen iron. Hallelujah. Okay. Uh, there's something to being set apart. All right. Uh, teach. I want you to get the book of Jasher. And we're gonna. Start in chapter 3, okay? We're going to start at verse 2, all right? So there's something to be set apart, especially for the leaders, all right? And especially for our shepherds, okay? And it's so nice. I'm happy that El Rufus had the, the, I'm glad the father, let me say that, put it in his heart to start what he did, man. I was, I'm so happy that he's able to go away because I truly do believe that we get blessed. I really do. It's something to having your leaders set apart. Yeah, they ain't here to fraternize with you. They ain't here to pass you on the back and hee-hee and ha-ha and all this other stuff. You know, some of us, you know, when we just try to be a brother with you, you take it too far. You, your, your honor come down a little bit. You know, and then so, so as leaders, what we got to do is be like, okay, I see. We don't say much. We just see, okay, all right, we good. I'm, I'm watching, I'm seeing it. It's in the memory bank. Now, I'm not holding the record of wrong, but is it wise for me to repeat the same mistakes? You know, so I need to learn from that, right? So that's something to being set apart. All right, teach, go ahead. Jasher 3, 2, starting at verse 2, going through 4. And the being of Hanak was bound up in the instruction of Yahweh, in knowledge and in understanding, and he wisely retired from the sons of men. Hold up, so he retired, meaning removed himself. He got away from y'all, rubbing elbows with y'all in the daily administration. He ain't doing that, right? He apart, he's away. I tell people all the time, I say, I like what I see when I was straight. I don't see pastor out there doing all this work. See, when I came around with me, pastor, Elder Becker, I didn't know how to work with Scott and all them when, I first, when they first came around. I go down there and stay with Pastor. I wait, good morning. I'll sit there and wait for him. Not realizing the brothers are already getting started. 
Then one day, I'm sitting there waiting on Pastor. Just sitting there, standing there, waiting, waiting, waiting. You know, he finally, okay, let's, let's uh, he, we're going to go up the hill. All right, cool. We come up the hill. All the brothers and ate breakfast, right? So all of a sudden, I'm up there, and I'm working. And the pastor, you know, he's, he's right. He got other things to do. So I'm up there like, man, boy, 10 o'clock come. And I'm hitting it hard. I'm with Scott and Brett and them. And we, I don't know what building we were. I think we were on a, we were on a, this building right here, actually. We were working on this. And I'm sitting here hungry. I'm just like, dang, man. As soon as I got a little moment, I ran down to the house. You know, a shepherd came looking for me. He said, where Elder at? Man, he busts up in that house. What you know? I said, I'm hungry. He said, I ain't eating nothing either. I'm just like, all right, yes, sir. You know, it was just, it's just that, but he's in a different arena right now. He's moved on from that. So I'm like, man, I ain't waiting on him no more. So I come here and I'm going to work. I just, Scott, man, I'm trying to start in the morning, man. So I, 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 can't, I, can't be, I can't be fooling around with him. <laughs> so, it's funny. All right, teach. Sorry, man. Keep, keep going. And hid himself for them, from them for many days. Mm-hmm. And it came to be at the passing of many years. While he was serving Yahweh and praying before him in his house, that a messenger of Yahweh called to him from Shemaim, and he said, Here I am. And he said, Rise up, go out from your house and from the place where you hide yourself, and appear to the sons of men in order that you may teach them the way in which they should go and the work which they must accomplish to enter in the ways of Elohim. Mm, hallelujah. I say glory to the king. So ain't it nice, like I said, for him to come back, for him not to be in a daily administration of things anymore, waiting tables like I would say Bud put it, right? No longer waiting tables. And he's able to teach and expound. And give, you know, it says something about silence too. Give to that quiet place, that, that that closet in the morning. I go to the truck. I got a truck. I go to the truck. Y'all got closets? I got a truck. We tight, man. And my house ain't built yet. Y'all get me? Did JC laugh? I showed. I was talking to him about it last night. You know, we just crammed up right now. But I got a truck. I go to sometimes. I just gotta go in there. But boy, as soon as I put the doors and windows in, I'm gonna be going over there. I ain't even going to be done yet. I'm just going to be going over there. Hallelujah. All right, teach. Go to 17. Go down to 17 real quick. And it came to be in the year of Adam's death, which was the 243rd year of the reign of Hanak. At that time, Hanak resolved to separate himself from the sons of men and to hide himself as at first in order to serve Yahweh. And Hanak did so, but did not entirely hide himself from them, but kept away from the sons of men three days, and then went to them for one day. And during the three days that he was in the room, he prayed to and praised Yahweh as Elohim. And the day on which he went and appeared to his subjects, he taught them the ways of Yahweh. And all they asked him about Yahweh, he told them. And he did in this manner for many years. And afterward, he concealed himself for six days and appeared to 
his people one day in seven. And after that, once in a month. And then once in a year. Until all the sovereigns, princes, and sons of men sought for him and desired again to see the face of Hanak uh -huh. and to hear his word. But they could not, as all the sons of men were, greatly afraid of Hanak. And they feared to approach him because of the movement, the reverent awe that remained on his appearance. Uh -huh. Therefore no man could look at him fearing he might be punished and die. <laughs> As Enoch. As Enoch. All right, and we know the rest of the story, y'all took him. All right? So there's something to being set apart, man. There's definitely something. But I bring that up to say, even though it's good for the leaders to be set apart, especially, I would say even for you, you got to find that time to get set apart. To do what? To build up the spirit, man. Hallelujah. Go to Exodus, teach. We're going to go to 34, 29 through 35. And so we need this, all of us, because you got to be hard. You got to have unwavering conviction. All right, you can't. You got to be immovable, unshakable. It's what you're gonna have to be. And the day is coming forth. See, cause we can look around to each other, and we know them that labor among us, and we know those who may fold. Right? Relationship ain't that tight. You know, they they they, they speak a little bit, and they got some fear in their speech. You know, they, they just ain't that strong. And you got to wonder, like, what's going to happen when shit hit the fan? Like, you know, you got to kind of look. Mm. You got to wonder about it. Because we got that. And we shouldn't have that. You know, we got to approach y'all as one man together, right? One heart, one mind, one body, one soul, one spirit. We got to be able to have that. Come on, teacher. And it came to pass. When Moses came down from Mount Sinai with the two tables of testimony in Moses' hand, when he came down from the mount, that Moses wist not that the skin of his face shone while he talked with him. Uh -huh. And when Aaron and all the children of Israel saw Moses, behold, the skin of his face shone, and they were afraid to come nigh him. And Moses called unto them, and Aaron and all the rulers of the congregation returned unto him, and Moses talked with them. Mm -hmm. And afterward, all the children of Israel came nigh him. And he gave them in commandment all that Yahweh had spoken with him in Mount Sinai. Until Moses had done speaking with them, he put a veil on his face. But when Moses went in before Yahweh, to speak with him, he took the veil off until he came out. And he came out and spoke unto the children of Israel that which he was commanded. And the children of Israel saw the face of Moses, that the skin of Moses' face shone. Mm -hmm. Moses put a veil upon his face again until he went in to speak with him. Mm -hmm. And it shown is where you get this horn Moses from. You ever looked up that horn Moses? He's got kind of horns. He's got all kind of uh, drawings of him with horns just sticking out of his head or whatever. But that set apart and it's that intimate time with the king is so critical in order to build that up to where the people didn't fear in the sense of I'm fearing a man, but they are fearing, they have a holy reverence for these men. And that's something that we should have. Hallelujah. All right, so 
we all some some way or somehow must build and grow our relationship with the king, all right? Uh, this is the only way you will have the gumption, the testicular fortitude, the audacity, and so on to stand in the day of adversity, period, point blank. You just ain't going to have it. You're going to have to, uh, another spirit's going to have to come upon you. Kind of like how Samson shook himself, and another spirit came on him. He shook, shook himself, all right? David encouraged himself, right? See, in that day, all right? Encouraged, so you're going to have to have that. You have to have that grit to actually push through. All right? Oh, William, should we think about it. You talk about, uh, you know, it, 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 what, Matthew 24, it speaks about during those times, when these times come again, and the end, and how nigh it's going to be, and how they afflicted him, they're going to afflict you. They kill him, they'll kill you. You know, what's going to have you not cracked? That's what you got. Yeah, you, know, you got what's going to help you not crack. They trying to get all kinds of stuff in your body. Somehow they want access to your body. They want your mind. They want your spirit. They want it all. All right. Teach, we're going to go to Joshua 11. And we're going to read. This is, going, this is our father, Abram. All right. And we're going, we're going to see what kind of spirit he had on him. All right. Remember, he was born and uh, Nimrod wanted him killed, right? Father hit him, you know, didn't want him to die, but gave a servant child instead. And so he survived. Now he's grown and he's back. All right? Teach, go ahead and hit Jasher 11, 31, 32 real quick. And in the evening of that day, in the house, the Ruach of Elohim came upon Abram. And he called out and said, Woe to my father and this wicked generation whose hearts are inclined to vanity. Now, we got to remember, his father was an idol worshiper, was he not? Had all this room full of idols, all right, all these mighty ones. And he, he went through and he smashed all of them, put the axe in the, the big idol, all right? So this is why Abraham's speaking this way. Keep, keep, teach, keep going. Who serve these idols of wood and stone? which can neither eat, smell, hear, nor speak, mm -hmm. who have mouths without speech, eyes without sight, ears without hearing, hands without feeling, and legs which cannot move. Like them are those that made them and in that trust in them. Mm. Yeah, so we see here, he's seeing all this and it's just irking him. So he just had to do something about it. All right, so we're going to skip on down. We ain't going to read the whole chapter. We're going to go to 49 through 61 real quick, teach. And Abram hastened and leaped from before his father and took the hatchet from his father's largest idol mm -hmm. with which Abram broke it and ran away. Mm -hmm. So he smashed the idol. That's how, that's how Deuteronomy talks, right, don't it? Deuteronomy 7, 5, chapter 12. You know, smash their idols. We don't want nothing to do with them. Tear down their groves. Burn them. We won't do away with them. Hallelujah. This is what Abram was doing. He was performing a book before, you know, it was even read. But, of course, we all know it was from the beginning. Hallelujah. So they just had to be taught again. All right, keep going, teach. And Terah, seeing all that Abram had done, hastened to go from his house. And he went to the sovereign, and he came before Nimrod. And stood before him, and 
He bowed down to the sovereign, and the sovereign said, What do you want? Now, mind you, this is the same person he hid the son from, right? The son won't take him out. It's the same one he hid him from. Now he's back. Now he's going to tell him, You're so mad about these dumbass idols that you even admitted that you've been with your own hands. Now you're going to go snitch. Keep going. And he said, I beg you, my master, to hear me. Now, 50 years ago, a child was born to me, and thus has he done to my mighty ones, and thus has he spoken. And now, therefore, my master and sovereign, send for him that he may come before you and judge him according to the law that we may be delivered from his evil. Ayah's law. Keep going. And the sovereign sent three men of his servants. And they went and brought Abram before the sovereign. And Nimrod and all his princes and servants were sitting before him that day. And Terah also sat before them. And the sovereign said to Abram, What is it that uh, you have done to your father and to his mighty ones? And Abram answered the sovereign in the words that he spoke to his father. And he said, the large mighty one that was with them in the house did to them what you have heard. And the sovereign said to Abram, had they power to speak and to eat as do you as have said? And Abram answered to the sovereign saying, and if there be no power in them, why do you serve them and cause the sons of men to stray through your folly? Now, keep talking to the king. Remember this. Keep going. Do you think that they can deliver you or do anything small or great that you should serve them? And why will you not acknowledge the Elohim of the whole universe who created you and whose power it is to kill and keep alive. Oh, foolish, simple, and ignorant sovereign. Man, he ain't afraid. I guess he ain't fearing. Well, was, was, he not, was he not praying earlier and the spirit was coming on him? You see what I'm saying? And now he's speaking this way. Oh, foolish, simple. Keep going, keep going, teacher. Woe unto you forever. I thought you would teach your servants the upright way. Mm. But you have not done this. Sound like he ain't afraid of the king's hot displeasure. Keep going, teacher. And have filled the whole earth with your sins and the sins of your people which who followed your ways. Do you not know? Or have you not heard that this evil which you do, our ancestors sinned there in days of old? And the eternal Elohim brought the waters of the flood upon them and destroyed them all and also destroyed the whole earth for their sakes? 
And will you and your people rise up now and do likewise in this work in order to bring down the wrath of Yahweh Elohim of the universe and to bring evil upon you and the whole earth? Now therefore, put away this evil deed which you do and serve the Elohim of the universe as your being is in his hands. And then it will be well with you. And if your wicked heart will not listen to my words to cause you to forsake your evil ways and to serve the eternal Elohim, then will you die in shame in the latter days. You, your people, and all who are connected with you, hearing your words or walking in your evil ways, and when Abram had ceased speaking before the sovereign and princes, Abram lifted up his eyes to the Shemaim, and he said, Yahweh, seize all the wicked, and he will judge them. So we see here there's no fear on Abram. There's just a spirit on him, period, point blank, and he was just going to speak truth to power no matter what. It's just point blank, straight up our dog shoot with these cats. But this kind of spirit we're going to have, all right? We're going we're gonna to kind of try to speed this up a little bit, all right? So we're going to go to 1 Maccabees 9, 10 real quick. And it says, Judah said, y'all forbid that I should do this thing and flee away from them. If our time be come, let us die manfully for our brethren and let us not stain our honor. Hallelujah. So these men right here, uh, they was going to stick. They were just going to stand what they was going to do. They was going to stand on truth. All right? They, they had a spirit about themselves. They just ain't going to waver. Once, not one bit. All right? I'm going to Wisdom of Solomon real quick. All right? Chapter 3, it says, um, But the souls of the righteous are in the hand of Yahweh, and there shall no torment touch them. In the sight of the unwise, they seem to die, and their departure is taken for misery. Now, this is in the eyes of the ungodly, the unrighteous. All right? But we know better. Because of the expected end which we have. Because it sounds looks like right here, Abram wasn't worried about his life. All right? He wasn't trying to keep it. He was, he was saving his life. That's what he was doing. And that's what these men are doing here. All right? And they're going from us to the utter destruction, but they are in peace. For though they be punished in the sight of men. All right? In the sight of men. Okay, yet is there a hope full in immortality, okay? And having been a little chastised, they shall be greatly rewarded. For our Yahweh reproved them and found them worthy for himself. As gold in the furnace hath he tried them and received them as a burnt offering. So how about when your test come? When your trial come? When your day of calamity come? Do you stand? There's some people, they just rather just... You know, they done forfeited on this vaccine thing. They got to keep their jobs. I got to be able to keep my business open. I got to do this. I got it, it's Well, y'all got to understand. No, he don't understand. You know, like, and that's why I understand what Pastor said. It's a prelude because if you wavered in that area, what's going to happen when it really kicks up? All right? What's going to happen when it really kicks up? Okay? And in the time of their visitation, they shall shine and run to and fro like sparks among the stubble. 
They shall judge the nation and have dominion over the people, and their Elohim shall reign forever. They that put their trust in him shall understand the truth, and such as be faithful in love shall abide with him. For grace and mercy is to his saints, and he hath care for his elect. Hallelujah. All right, glory to the king. I want to... I want to hit on something real quick. All right, we're going to go to Maccabees, 2 Maccabees chapter 6 real quick, all right? I'm going to read this one, okay? And once again, this is, I'm so hitting on the type of heart, the type of drive, the type of determination that we're going to need to have, all right? That's my whole focus on this, okay? And uh, starting at verse 18, Eleazar, one of the principal scribes, an aged man and of well-favored countenance was constrained to open his mouth and to eat swine's flesh. Okay? Uh, so right now they're trying to stick us with something back then. They're trying to put something in them through their mouth. Trying to get them to eat something. All right? And uh, it says here, but he chose, but, but he choosing rather to die gloriously than to live stained with such as abomination spit it forth and came of his own accord to the torment, willingly going to torment. How many times have y'all seen shepherds say, you know, they come in here with that, you know, to try to come against us and, and tell us to do opposite of our ways. He'd be the first one going to the guillotine. He just run to it, right? Because he's a, he's a shepherd, right? Might have shepherd sheep scatter, okay? But what if he had a little strength? You ain't gonna have no strength. Think about when you go to battle. You know, you gotta leave the one behind that's afraid and scared and all that because you know we can't have that influence on the rest of the brothers that their heart fainting away because my man to my right of me is dependent upon me in battle. My brother's dependent on me not to faint. I'm dependent on you not to faint. Them brothers, them seven brothers with the mother. They depend on each other not to faint. Don't you think every single time that that one brother went up, boom, taken out. Boy, that just gave more. I'm going to go too. Okay. Oh, second old brother went. I'm going too. Oh, he went. I'm going too. One after another, I'm going too. And that's, what, that's the type of fortitude we're going to have to have in our spirit. All right? As this time continues to move forward, all right? All right, let me get back on track here. And it says... As it behooved them to come, that are resolute to stand out against such things. Uh, I'll make sure I was in the right chapter. Such things as are not lawful for love of life to be tasted. See, he's ain't worried about his life. Whatever. It's just it is what it is, right? And it says here, but they that had the change of that wicked feast. For the old acquaintance they had with the man, taking him aside, besought him to bring him of his flesh provision, all right, such as was lawful for him to use and make as if he did eat of the flesh taken of the sacrifice commanded by the king, okay? So we are in captivity. So there's some acquaintances, you know, we, you know, Daniel, he was, in captivity, but he was high, right? He had a name, 
He had a position. All right? Uh, all these men that came before had a position, even in captivity, and they just didn't waver. So right here, the people that liked him, or what seemed that they liked him, or that was for him, oh, we're going to give you some beef, man. We're going to take the bacon out, we're going to put beef in there. Only you going to see, only you will know that you didn't defile yourself, but nobody else going to know, right? That in so much doing, he might be delivered from death. This is all about saving hide. How many times about, a pastor brings this out about men, women, really just men, wanting to save their hide, save their own, right? The heightened sense of selfishness, you didn't prepare, but you're going to try to come here and you want to eat of the provision, you want to partake of the provision, but you wasn't here building this thing up. You wasn't sewing in to this. You wasn't iron sharpening iron with us, right? But next you want, you want to come here for protection because they know what we're doing, all right? And right here it says, uh, and for the old friendship uh, with them, find favor, all right? And it says, but he began to consider discreetly and as became his age and the excellency of his ancient years and the honor of his gray head whereunto he was come. And his most honest education from a child or rather the holy law made and given by Yahweh, therefore he answered accordingly and willed them straightways to send him to the grave. Now nah, I don't want it. I'd rather go. I'm going to go with them. I'm not going to say, I'm going to go with them. See, that's what he's saying. All right. For it becometh not our age, said he, in any wise to dis dissemble, uh, whereby many young persons might think that Eleazar, being fourscore years old and ten, were now gone to a strange religion. You see, so this is, this is Elder Becker, this is Pastor Dyer, this is, these elders, and this is these young brothers looking. What are you going to do? He going to cave in? He, what are you going to do? And all that's going to do is just encourage you. That's all it's going to do. One thing, one thing I'll say is this. The most high got a way of getting a hold of us leaders. I promise you. He got a way of getting a hold of us. He got a way of catching our attention. That's even for husbands. When you think your man, oh, I promise you, just pray. Pray. If you're righteous, y'all got a way of getting a hold of him. He has a way of getting a hold of him. Same thing with the leaders. You know, we, we all sensitive, and we want to do right, because we know where the great condemnation lies. So we want to be right. We don't want to be wrong. We want to be right. So in your approach, and your prayer, whatever the case may be, and you lifting us up, whatever the case may be, he has a way of getting a hold of us. Because mind you, he was constrained to put it in his mouth, but then he spit it out. You don't think once that thing touched his tongue, it was just a spirit got a hold of him? A thought came into his mind, oh, hold on. And then he considered discreetly. You see? So y'all got a way of getting a hold of us, period, point blank. And so they, through mind hypocrisy and desire to live a little time, a little time, because this life ain't, it's fiddle, right? Vapor mist, you know, you're hid and you're gone. These children grow up so quick. You, you get old so quick. And then some of y'all came in here, y'all were 17, 18, 19, now you're almost 30. You know what I mean? Time just moves. And it ain't waiting. 
But the times that we're living in now, it's like we almost all have to act like we're 60 some years old and our time's up, right? How does, how does more one of our uh, seniors act? It, it's, they get it in with the king. You should be, because you got less time rather than more time. And then us young folks, we deceive. I was just having a talk with Erica, and I was one of these young men that we know. I was like, yeah, he, he 10 foot tall and bulletproof right now. You know, can't nothing touch him. You know, you just continue to do stuff. You don't wear safety goggles. You don't wear gloves. You, all the, you untouchable because you're young. You recuperate fast. You know, you fall and bump or whatever. Oh, you'd be good in five minutes. You know, Elder Donnie, not so much you, man. You're gonna, it's going to take a week. It's going to take a week. It, it, you know, Scott, it's, it ain't the same, brother. That ankle is taking a little bit longer to heal. All right? So we got to walk in that vein. We don't know when that time will be here, right? That COVID came on us real quick. Can't nobody, no one would have thought it would have been like this. Or like it was, let me say that, all right? All right, let me finish up here. So should, uh, let me see, a little time moment longer, should be deceived by, by me. And I get a stain in my old age and make it abominable. For though for the present time I should be delivered from the punishment of men, yet should I not escape the hand of the Almighty whether alive or dead. Hallelujah. Because you got to be afraid of the, of the one that can get you in, in this life and the next life. You see what I'm saying? That control your soul as well, not just the body. Okay? Wherefore now, manfully changing this life, I will show myself such an one as mine age requireth. Requireth. Some people don't act the age. How time pastor brings somebody up and they old as I don't know what, but they act like Salome. Ain't even a year. You know, but then we got somebody that's eight, but act twenty. I don't know. I don't think that's I don't think it's possible. But you know what I'm saying? You you fulfill a long you fill a long time in a short time. Like the book tells us, all right. And leave a notable example to such as be young to die willingly. That's really what I'm getting at. Y'all see that? Die willingly. Willingly. For what? For him. For his book, for his word, for his sake, for his testimony, for his people. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So be young to die willingly and courageously for the honorable and holy laws. And when he had said these words, immediately he went to the torment. That uh, they that led him changing the good will, they bear him a little before. So think about it. Are we, we pals and pizos. Who's homies? Who's dogs? Who's aces? Who's ace boom coons? Man, who's friends? Put it in simple terms. We get the slang, right? All right, we, we was friends. We ain't friends no more. Love turned to hate real quick. All right? Love turned to hate real quick. All right? Because, uh, because he foresaid speeches uh, proceeded as they thought from a desperate mind. But when he was ready to die, you see, you see the difference? So he probably threw it in there desperate. Oh, wait a minute. Now he was ready. Ready to die. With stripes, he groaned and said, It is manifest unto Yahweh that hath the holy knowledge that whereas I might have been delivered from death, I now endure sore pains in the body by being beaten. But in soul, I am well content to suffer these things because I fear him. 
All right. And thus this, thus did this man die. Thus this man died, leaving his death for an example of a noble courage and a memorial of virtue, not only unto young men, but unto all his nation. Hallelujah. That's good. That's good. All right. First Maccabees 1.62. Howbeit many in Israel were fully resolved and confirmed within themselves not to eat any unclean thing. Wherefore, the rather to die, that they might not be defiled with meats, and that they might not profane the holy covenant. So they died. Willingly. Alright, hallelujah. Alright, we're going to roll a little bit here. Luke 12, 4. And it says, And I said unto, unto you, my friends, be not afraid of them that kill the body, and after that have no more that they can do. Alright? There ain't no more they can do. Okay, kill the body. Fine. Yeah, you won. Okay. But I will forewarn you, whom ye shall fear. Fear him. Which after he hath killed, hath power to cast into hell. Yea, I say unto you, fear him. Hallelujah. And not five sparrows sold for two farthings, and not one of them is forgotten before Yahweh. But even the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Fear not, therefore, ye are of more value than many sparrows. Lord, all right. Also I say unto you, whosoever shall confess me before men, him shall the Son of Man also confess before the angels of Yahweh. Okay? But he that denies me before men shall be denied before Yahweh, the angels of Yahweh. Okay? So even in death. Yeah, you deny, you, you, you serve all your life, then you get to that doorstep and then deny. You served all this time and then you denied. No, oh, we got to see this thing through. We got to finish the race, all right? We got to finish the race, okay? And whosoever shall speak a word against the Son of Man, it shall be forgiven him, but unto him that blasphemes against the Holy Ghost, it shall not be forgiven, all right? And when they bring you unto the synagogue and unto magistrates and powers, take ye no thought how or what thing ye shall answer, only what ye shall say, or what ye shall say, okay? For the Holy Spirit shall teach you in the same hour what you ought to say. Not, not made sense how everyone can talk. It made sense how he can speak. He can just stand, stand firm, 10 toes down. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> he can stand firm. Firm. Immovable. Unshakable. You know what I'm saying? No movement. No movement. We're going to stay right there. All right? So we need the same strength to stand and to speak, if needed, in that day of calamity. All right? We don't want to be mocked by Yah, but rather be led of him in that day by his spirit. Okay, we want him to just give us the words. I don't know what I'm going to say. We're just going to go with him. All right, fine. It is what it is. Y'all strengthen me. Y'all strengthen me. Y'all strengthen me. Y'all strengthen me. That's it. That's all you're going to get. All right? Okay. We all need uh, to move with conviction 
so that we are proactive in our walk, okay? Building up the spirit, man, for the benefit of the tribe, okay? So we need to stop wasting time and allowing hiccups in this life to keep us from growing closer to the Father, okay? Because all these things is going to stand in, in, in your way, okay? And this is what I'm getting at. His love, his protection, his comfort, his help, his mercy, his peace, his word, his spirit, his deliverance, and so on, all must be sufficient before all in your life. Okay? So we got to trust in him. We got to trust in him. Lean on him. Okay? A lot of people say it with words, but people just don't know how to lean on him. I'm going to give you an example here in a second. Okay? Because he don't want nothing before him. Nothing. Nothing before him. But there's many of us, especially us men, we put a lot of stuff before the king. A lot of stuff before the king. He ain't the first priority in your life. You, you forget all about him because you got something on your mind that you want. I remember I asked the young blood. I said, man, what are y'all not getting? Right? What, what are you, do y'all remember that question I asked y'all? What are you not getting? Well, what is it that you, you know, you're not receiving that, that got you off the path? There's something you're missing. There's something you want that you ain't getting. And so, therefore, it got you out of the walk. It got you out of the way. It got you off course. All right? Psalms 18.2. Yahweh is my rock, my fortress, my deliverer, my Elohim, my strength, in whom I trust, my buckler, my horn of salvation, my high tower. All right? You got to believe in it, though. It's good to read it, see it, but is he really? Right? I mean, these are good words. But is he? Okay? I'm going to show you my faith by what I do. Hallelujah. You're going to talk. You just read. You see the words. I'm just going to show. I'm just going to do. I believe and I trust. I believe and I trust. I just keep doing. I just keep going. I just keep working. I just keep building. I just keep, I just keep going. That's what you do. All right? Uh, Psalms 119-105. None. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. All right? I'm always asking y'all, man, take me by the hand, just lead me. Just take me by the hand, just lead me. Guide my steps. Show me where to walk. Show me which way to go. Tell me how to think. You know, sometimes you got to rebuke yourself. You know, I do. You know, I'll get up, just go in the mirror, I'll be like, man, you're going to obey y'all today. You're going to submit today. You're going to follow today. You're going to keep his word today. All right? Hey, I'll be damn near cussing myself out in the bed sometime. I'll be like, get your ass up. Get up. What you waiting on? Get up. Go to the prayer closet. What are you waiting for? Go. Sometimes I just be going through trials and uh, me and the brothers be working. <laughs> Boy, <laughs> I just uh, I just go for a walk on the land. <laughs> I just go where nobody can't see me. I just hold up my hands. <laughs> I just cry to them. That's it. I just lean on him. All his acres. 
And I just go about and I just, I just pray to y'all. Yeah. <laughs> I need your strength right now. <laughs> I need your, I need your, your help. Yeah. I need your support. Because it be rough sometimes, you know what I mean? Yes, but where do you go? Do you go to, do you go to the bottle? Some of us go to the bottle. You know? Some of you go to, you go smoke. What do you go to? What do you go to? I got to build the spirit, man. I got to be able to stand strong. So when it, when it, when it go and get tough, I got to go for a walk. I'm going to go walk with him. I'm going to go walk with the king. Straight up. One day, one day we were working. We were working. We were working one day on land. And we worked so damn hard this year, boy. <laughs> and I just... I went over to the deck, and I just sat down. Oh, man, I just sat there, and I was sitting on the deck, and literally I had my chin and my chest. I was just like this. And I just took a deep exhale. And the brothers looked over at me. Bro, you all right? I'm like, I'm just tired. <laughs> I'm just tired, brother. But I got to encourage myself. Hallelujah. I'm just leaning on him. You feel me? <laughs> Dig deep down. It's going to keep walking. It's going to keep pressing forward. Because I know what my strength draws from. All right? I know where it draws from. Hallelujah. But y'all wants all of you. He wants everything. He wants everything. He, he can't just have peace with you. You can't, can't have peace. He, just, he wants all. You got to acquiesce at all, man. Some people one foot in and one feet out. Some give all. They give all for a short time. Not, not all people think finances and stuff. No, man, all you, all your spirit, all your praise, all your words, all your drive, all your work, right, all your mind. Hallelujah. I said, I don't know how many times I say this quite a bit. I told the brothers this week, I said, listen, this is my approach because I'm trying to be cohesive. I'm trying to truly be one mind, so I call up Shepherd. I hate to be, I don't like, but I hate, you know, the longest, like, the longer I'm in the faith, the less I bother him. Because I know he got, he got babes coming in, right? And I know they need more time than I do. So I make sure I'm like, okay, now I really got to ask him a question. I'm bugging him today. And I said, hey, I, I need your mind in this area. Not, you know, oh, I don't, have, I don't have the mindset. I got my own mind, all right? What's on mind? JC told me something pretty profound. He and I was talking last night, and he said that y'all saints let live here should know this. He talked about following Christ. And Donna Hall preaching recently? No? Yay? Yay? Am I right? All right, following Christ. All right, but following Christ is following him as he follows Christ. All right? And that's why Deacon Bell's word is so impactful to me. Uh, when we was up in Goshen, because he just going to follow. And then he going to actually help. And if he sees him stumble, he just going, I got you, man. I'm with you. I'm with you. <laughs> I'm with you. <laughs> All right. So I'm trying to, I want to know your mind is there so I can speak the same thing. So I can believe the same thing. So we can walk in the same vein. Hallelujah. All right. But he wants all of you. Hallelujah. Matthew 22, 
37. Jesus said unto him, Thou shalt love Yah with all, uh, with all thy heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy mind. All. And the shepherd has been saying this all year, if you notice. What's left after you've given all? There's nothing. All right. And this, I've just been hanging on this stuff. All right. But then, like I said, what are you not getting? And people like to quote this right here. Psalms 37, 4. Delight thyself also in Yahweh, he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. See, they don't say the delight thyself, though, in Yahweh. I hear people say a lot of, oh, y'all know my heart. He'll give me desires of my heart. It's like, oh, uh, you're missing a part. What you first going to do for him? All right? It's kind of like a husband with a wife. Now, we want to do good. We want to be good to our shop, don't we? We want to do well. We want to be good to our wives. We do. All right? But only when they're pleasing on us. Right? We, don't, we ain't trying to give you nothing. When you just stout-hearted, when you rebellious, when you just can't hear, when you're stubborn, when you hard-headed, when you can't obey, when you can't submit. We ain't trying to give you shit. We ain't trying to do nothing for you. Matter of fact, I don't even want to be in your presence. You know what I mean? So, likewise, y'all, with us men. We trying to draw from, but you can't draw from because you ain't giving them nothing. You trying to draw, but you can't draw. You you on your hands and knees, and you want to feel his presence, but you can't feel his presence. You want to you want to draw, but you can't draw, because there's nothing that you putting in. Hallelujah. Because uh, Numbers twenty three nineteen, Yah is not a man that he should lie, neither the son of man that he should repent. Hath he said, and shall he not do it? Or hath he spoken? And shall he not make it good? All right? Whatever going on, we're going down. All right? Psalm 55, 22. Cast thy burden upon Yahweh, and he shall sustain thee. He shall never suffer the righteous to be moved. All right? Malachi 3, 6. For I am Yahweh. I change not. Therefore, ye sons of Jacob are not consumed. All right? So, hiccups. What's your hiccup? What's getting in your way of having a close relationship with the king? Distractions, procrastinations, putting your desires before him. There's things you got you want to do. I'll get to the book. I'll get to the book about noon, maybe one, then they don't happen. Then you get Pastor, just talking about this. You reading in your bed. Remember that? Maybe maybe you're doing that because you didn't get up this morning and read. Maybe you didn't talk to him all day, even when you drove in your car went to work. You worked on the land, and you ain't said a word to him. It's just in your mind. That, oh, well, I'm not worthy. Well, damn it. Say something now. Just speak to him. You see what I'm saying? He is a father, ain't he? Talk to him like a father. I do it. All the time. Mm-hmm. I want a wife. I want a husband. All right? I want position. I want recognition. I want to be noticed. I want to pat on my back. All right? I want to get me a name. You know, in the Apocrypha, in the Maccabees, I was telling the young bloods, they should probably check out Maccabees, this dead season. You know why? Because of all this stuff that we're going through. Because of the spirit that you got to have and the trials and the tribulations that the saints went through at that time. And they have to have a certain spirit about themselves to sustain. Right? So, 
always just try to tell the saints what's in your way. I'm always talking, what's in your way? What's in your way from giving the Father all? What's, what's in your way? What, what's standing between you, right? We're going over this because there must need to be something we need removed out of us, deliverance, or out of our way from being in limp mode, all right? There may be something in your way keeping you from operating correctly, all right? There's something that may be there that you just need out the way. It's up to you to see that because the heart knows its own bitterness, okay? You know what's in you, but, you know, you make excuses not to deal with it. Oh, it's just this. Oh, it's just that. I'm just a little stressed. It's the job. Oh, man, it's just my living situation. It's just, you know, all these excuses not to deal with it in the spirit, you know? And what's happening is, is you shortchanging the power when you're around your brother. I can't bring you on deliverance because, yeah, you help do deliverance on me, but you jacked up your damn self. And all of a sudden, I got transferring the spirit over here. And I, the issues I didn't have last week, I got this week. Why is that? I've literally told brothers, man, you don't want me doing, you don't want me, I promise you today. Oh, elder? Yes. I got it, brother, I'll be honest with you, man. I'm, I kind of got to get me right right now. You don't want me touching you today. I had a brother who wanted me to pray for him. I said, man, not right now. I don't need my foul spirit on you. Because I, 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 I need Jesus just like you. <laughs> the difference is, the difference is, is when you feel like you have to give an answer and you have to do. No, you don't. Save your brother. Don't put that shit on him. All right? All right. So I'm just giving you out an example of what I'm saying with the hiccups. All right? What, so what do you have before the king? What do you got before him? I had a brother that came to me about giving all and desires of a wife. All right? And so initially, and it don't matter who the brother was. It's, and he don't even know. He, he'll know I'm speaking about it. But brother, you don't got to feel condemned because I'm speaking on this situation. I told the brother the other day, yeah, just because you come to me, uh, that don't mean I ain't going to bring it up. Don't nobody know who you are. Pat, it could be you I'm talking to. Don't nobody know. Right? But it's used as an example. Okay? So anyway, uh, he was just like, what is giving y'all all of you? look like? What does it look like? What does it look like? I'm just, all right, so I'm over here talking to the brother, answering the questions, but nothing was settled in my spirit. I'm just like, man, I'm trying to, trying to elaborate to the brother, but I'm just like, man, why are you asking me this? You know, because there's always a root, right? It's just like when you need deliverance. There's a root. There's a root why you're asking this question. And I said, okay, bro, why are you asking the question? You know, well, you know, I see, I see all these brothers getting wetted up. I see them getting married. I see this and I see that. Oh, okay, all right, gotcha, 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 gotcha. So you don't think you're doing enough. This one got a wife, that one got a wife. Oh, man, this land up here getting wild. Bro, we can't compare ourselves amongst ourselves, all right? So there ain't no peace until the wicked, all right? And you can't have peace because I got to get this wife first. I can't be just good with y'all. His love ain't sufficient. His comfort ain't sufficient, right? His protection ain't sufficient because I need, I need that first, right? I can't give all because I'm every day. I'm, I don't want a woman. I want a woman. I want fit. Oh, I want position. Oh, it's something you want. It's something you want. A woman, I want a baby. I want a baby. He want to impregnate me. My husband won't give me a baby. He won't give me a baby. You can't be at peace because you got to get pregnant. You can't just serve the king. You can't just serve your husband, serve the children that you got, serve the family that you got. You need all this stuff to go along with y'all. 
Why not just serve God and let all this other stuff be a benefit that's attached to him? You see what I'm saying? You know, I like I liken this to, uh, you know, you got, uh, you got like brothers out there. They may be married to a woman or maybe they got a girlfriend. Or they come this way. They come this way. And they like, uh, well, you know, I want you. It's like, well, no, I need you to want Yah. You see what I'm saying? No, 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 no. Uh, uh, Yah's just come along with being with you. No, it needs to be the other way around. I'm with Yah, and you just would come along with that because I came this way. You see what I'm saying? So once again, what's in the way? You need these things to happen first, and then so I can serve Yah in my full capacity. No, no, no. You just need to serve Yah in your full capacity, and then these things will be come. You see what I'm saying? It'll come. Hence, Delight in Yah, and then he'll add all these things unto you. All right, then he'll give you desires of your heart. Hallelujah. So it's about what's, you know, yeah, seek ye first the kingdom of Yah. All right, then all these things shall be added unto you. So he already know what you got need of before you even ask. All right, you just got to wait for it to present itself. Some brothers don't know how to just hold. They just have a desire, and they go out and run after that desire. How about just wait? See if there's a move of the spirit somehow. Some way. Would, would that be nice? Don't have none before. Hallelujah. So you can be strong in spirit, all right? All right. Trusting in Yah. Trust, confident, confidence, peace, belief, expect, expectation. Okay? And this is all couple of what we're talking about today, all right? I hope I'm not being too long on y'all. All right? So we're going to trust in Yah. Hallelujah. So trust him. Trust in him. All right, the Hebrew, man, that might be, that's kind of long. All right, all right, so Hebrew 2620, all right, Kasaw. Uh, Normally I don't even say the word, but uh, mean to flee for protection, uh, to confide in, have hope, make refuge, put trust, all right? And uh, also uh, H4009, all right, deep talk. A refuge, security, uh, or assurance. Confidence, hope, sure, trust. All right? Trying to trust in God. Looking for that trust in the king. All right? This is the Greek, G3982. Okay? It's to persuade or convince. All right? By argument, true or false. To be convinced of, all right, evidence or authority, uh, reflectively, to have confidence. By extension, to comply with authority or evidence. Meaning to agree with or assent to and act upon. All right, because when you uh, have confidence in something, you roll with it. You got confidence in the elder, you roll with that. You got confidence in the shepherd, you roll with that. I got confidence in Jesus, I'm rolling with what he said in his word. All right? Uh, to rely on, to trust in, to have reliance, to pacify, to consolidate. All right? Uh, to reassure. Hallelujah. All right. Second Samuel. 22.3, Yahweh of my rock, in him will I trust, in him will I have hope, all right? He is my shield, he's my horn of my salvation, my high tower, my refuge, my savior, thou savest me from violence, all right? Psalms 40, verse 4, blessed is the, that man that maketh Yahweh his trust, that maketh Yahweh his confidence, his hope, hallelujah. 
uh, and respecteth not the proud, nor such as turn aside to lies. All right. Book of Acts, chapter 28, verse 30. And Paul dwelt two whole years in his own hired house and received all that came in unto him, preaching the kingdom of Yahweh and teaching those things which concern the master Jesus with all confidence or boldness. All right. No man forbidding him. All right. So we're going to look at a few examples of who trusted Yah. All right. Because once again, I had a spirit, right? Any troublous times? Don't we? Would you say so? All right. So that means we need trust in him more than what we've had before. All right. Joshua 23, 54. All right. This is Isaac. And Isaac answered his father Abraham and said unto him, O oh, my father, as Yahweh liveth and as thy soul liveth, there is nothing in my heart to cause me to deviate either to the right or to the left from the word that he has spoken to you. Not me. What he told you. He, I ain't deviating. Pops, I'm rocking. We're going we gonna to do this. Willing to go to death. You know? Joshua and Caleb. And Joshua, the son of Nun, and Caleb, the son of Jephne, which were of them that searched the land, rent their clothes. And they spake unto all the company of the children of Israel, saying, The land which we pass through to search it is an exceeding good land. If Yahweh delight in us, then he will bring us into this land and give it us, a land which flows with milk and honey. Hallelujah. Trusting in, believing in. All we got to do is go. All we got to do is follow. If we follow, if we do, we will make it. If we do this, we'll succeed. If I follow this book, if I follow what he said, we, we will accomplish the mission. So that's the kind of faith that we got to have. All right, certain type of belief we got to have. Hannah, 1 Samuel 1, 27, For this child I prayed, and Yahweh hath given me my petition, which I asked of him. See, she didn't ask amiss. All right, therefore also I have lent him to Yahweh. As long as he liveth, he shall be lent unto Yahweh. And he worshiped Yahweh there. Literally, I, I can't have a child, man, you know what? Just give me that so I can just give him to you. Give them to me so I can give them back. See what I'm saying? That's, we don't got these kind of prayers now. We don't have this kind of prayer now. We're afraid to even pray stuff like this. Because I'm going to lose out. I'm going to miss out. And man, I was told some things in this past month of some of the prayers that these brothers have prayed for certain things to happen in their life, man, and how y'all just did it. He just made it happen, man. It was just so beautiful, man, when I heard it. I was just like, man, that's awesome. That was just wonderful. I don't even want to let it out, but it was just awesome. All right? All right, this is a good one. Woman with the issue of blood, for she said within herself, if I may but touch this garment, I shall be whole. If, if I just get, if I just, I just got to touch. I just got to touch. That's it. I just got to touch and I'll be good. Right? I just, that's all I got to do is touch. See, many of us, man, I've had that happen before. All I got to do is just this one thing, man. I'm going to be good. I remember one time it was a feast, man. It was, uh, I was coming up from Houston. And I was so looking forward to just touching pastors. He don't even notice it. He, he know now. But I just wanted to give him a big old hug. That was so much I was going through in my head and my spirit. And I just I cannot wait. I had to give him one of them tray hugs. 
I just get one of them tray hugs, man. I was just like, man, I just want to hug him. I just felt so much relief just hugging him. He don't even know. I just, I just wanted, I could not wait to get off the van, run to the house, and just hope I catch one. Nobody's around and just give him a hug. Just give him a big old hug. Just want some relief. Just want that, his spirit. Want some of that virtue. That's all I want. That's all I want. <laughs> give me some of that virtue. All right? But that's, you see the hope there? The confidence, the hope, the trust. I just got a touch. All right? Fiery furnace. Pastor just went over this not too long ago. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. If it be so, our Yah, whom we serve, is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace, and he will deliver us out of thy hand, O king. But if not, hey, no big deal. Right? Be it known unto thee, O king, that we will not serve your Elohims. No worship to go to image which thou hast set up. It just ain't happening. Uh -huh. Did you trust? Okay, so who didn't trust? All right, who, who some people that just didn't trust them? We got examples of both ends, right? Paul said these things were written four times for examples, right, unto us. That we should continue in, you know, but that we should do the opposite. All right? Haran, Joshua 12, all right, starting at verse 18. It says, and Haran at that time felt inclined to follow the ways of Abram. But he kept it within himself. All right. And Haran said in his heart, Behold, now the king has seized Abram on account of these things, you know, smashing the idol, which Abram did. And it shall come to pass that if Abram prevail over the king, I'll follow him. But if the king prevail, I'll go after the king. So I'm going to go with the winner, is basically what he's saying. You can't be blessed in that. You can't do that. Right? So I'm just going to sit back. I don't know who I'm going to follow yet. You know, I'm going to go with the India. I'm going to go with the Muslims. I don't, you know, I'm just going to wait and see who wins. You know, that's like the, the battles way back then. You know, when they would go on their little, what, 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 what they call them things? The Crusades? I'm going to see who wins. I'm just going that side. You know, that's like ba uh, Balaam. Right? Balaam, he was a priest from the time he was 15 years old. And he just went with the winner everywhere he went. The boat was everywhere, man. He was with Zepho. He was with King Anges. Found his way in Shittim. He was in Tarshish, man. He was just everywhere. Right? He just ran for a long time. Go with the winner. Whoever I could, whoever would save my high, that's what I'm with. All right? All right. Haran. Still, this is verse 26. And Haran died when they had cast him into the fire. And he was burned to ashes, for his heart was not perfect with Yahweh. And those men who cast him into the fire, the flame of the fire spread over them, and they were burned. And 12 men of them died. So we all know Abram lived, he died. So, uh, but one was perfect, one was not perfect. One was going to size this thing up and go with the winner, the other one was fully committed. All right? King Jeroboam. Jeroboam, for fear that the people's hearts will turn unto Rehoboam and kill him if he allows them to go do sacrifice in Jerusalem. That's in 1 Kings 12, 26. I just put it up there. Not trusting Yah, even though he told him that he would give him ten tribes. It's already been spoken, but, you know, my fear is overtaking me. You know, my fear is in front of me giving Yah all. So, you know, I'm just going to do this. I'm just going to go to idolatry instead. All right? Matthew 24, 12. And because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. This is what I said in the beginning. But he that shall endure until the end, the same shall be saved. All right? So what is this saved? All right? This saved right here is 
uh, G, 4982, to save, deliver, protect, all right? Heal, preserve, save, self, do well, be whole. Hallelujah. So everybody know we just did like the solar system, right? I'm going to end on this. We, we just did the solar system. And uh, once we installed it, uh, man, we was all excited. So we, we invested. So what we did, we said we want to provide our own power. And we're going we're gonna to get a solar system. Nah, man, what you think, brother? I'm thinking about it. I think everybody should do Okay, great, man. I need you to talk to me. We're going to figure this out, blah, blah, blah. Found me or somebody in the area. Boy, they came out. We're going to hook it up. We're going to get it in. So we're all excited. We hook it up. And uh, we're just, we're happy. Now we're producing our own power. We're there. We, we, we're enjoying ourselves. And then one day I walked by the inverters. So how the solar power work, you got panels outside. Wires ran to what they call an inverter or controller, then that goes to your battery bank. All right, and it helps keep your battery bank charged and all this other stuff and has power in the house. Okay, so uh, I go over to the inverter one day and I look and I'm like, man, this thing's only giving me half production. I'm just like, hmm, okay, well, dang, it's only getting half production. I'm wondering what's wrong. So, you know, me, I'm, I'm like, let me go ahead and look into this a little bit more. I go on YouTube. And I'm looking for all these uh, videos. I'm trying to fix the issue. And all these other people are having success. I'm just like, dang, how do they get 100% production? I'm only getting half production. Man, what's wrong with me? You know, I'm just trying to figure out what did I do wrong? Where did I go wrong? See, that's like us. You made an investment. You moved up here. You moved close around. Y'all sitting in here. You got saints who moved near Goshen. They moved near us in Kentucky. They moved to Georgia. They made an investment. They was all excited. And boy, they, was, they were primed up. They were charged up. That's what a solar power does. It charges you up. And they was all charged up. And then all of a sudden, it's like, man, you know, they kind of praise harder than me. Man, they, they having successes. They get healed. They getting delivered. They're being set free. I wonder what's wrong with me. You on YouTube, you're looking at Goshen praising. You're looking at Kentucky getting it in. You're looking at Georgia and getting all this wisdom and having that multi-purpose. Hey, what's wrong with me? And I said, okay. Shit, I'm going I'm to go. I'm going to do, do the basics. I'm going to go back. I'm going to go back to the, to, to the beginning here. I'm going to check all my connections. That's what I'm going to do. And so I went through and I was checking all my connections. I'm like, damn, boy, I, can't, I cannot find what's wrong. I'm trying to figure it out. Like, called the guy, come back out. He said, everything's good. I said, I don't think everything's good. See, my heart knew my own business. I'm like, something ain't good here. I'm like, mm. I said, see, y'all know the same thing. Everybody else say, good. You ain't good. Brother, I think you good. Man, all you got to do, you know, you go get deliverance. And, you know, you get, you get uh, understanding, right? A lot of people, they, once they heard that, they go, oh, I'm going to get understanding so I don't get deliverance, right? I'm going to get some understanding. So, he tried to come give me some understanding. I said, nah, man, ain't it. Something ain't right. Sure enough, I found two loose connections. Man, we plugged it up. I got fully charged up. So some of us need to go back in, check our connections, and get wired back in so you can be fully charged up. Hallelujah. Charged up. You need a boost. Hallelujah. How'd I do? Yeah, <laughs> 
Glory to the King. <laughs> Glory to the King. Well, sure enjoyed y'all. Sure enjoyed being here. Always nice to come to the hub, man. Um, it's always wonderful to come stand before you guys. Actually, a very humbling thing. Um, I hope y'all enjoyed me as much as I enjoyed y'all this day. Hallelujah. Heavenly Father, y'all would come before you this day. Thanking you, Jesus, once again for another Sabbath message that is going forth, Father Yahweh. We pray, Father Yahweh, and that your hand be upon each and every last person this day, Father Yahweh, that they can leave this day, Father Yahweh, with something which was spoken to help them increase, Father Yahweh, in their life, in the spirit, and in mind, and in body, Father Yahweh. Father Yahweh, we lift up holy hands unto you, Father Yahweh, and we petition you for our pastor, Father Yahweh, Pastor Yahweh, to make safe travels back here in one piece and at peace, Father Yahweh. God, more angels' wings, Father Yahweh. We ask, Father Yahweh, that you... Uh, Cover him in your blood and protect him and somebody to make safe travels back, Father, in one piece and that piece. In the name of Jesus, bless y'all. Hallelujah.